Welcome to Thor's Hammer, a roundtable discussion on the Minnesota Vikings by Viking fans from around the country. Each week we gather and discuss and hammer out everything about the Minnesota Vikings, what we saw the previous week, what we see in store for the upcoming matchup, and a few surprises along the way. Join us each week as we launch on a new adventure. It's here. It's Thor's Hammer. Joining us on Thor's Hammer. I'm your host, Viking Bob, and I'm sitting here with Papa Scud. How are you doing tonight, sir? I am doing well. Having a little uh, bourbon on the rocks. Ooh. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, ever since in New my... York, I've been hooked on bourbon. <laughs> Not a bad thing to be hooked on. No. Well, sure. Yeah, never mind. We won't touch that. <laughs> uh, so, we're out here in south side of Seattle. It's called, was it Buckley's? Buckley's in Belltown. Buckley's in Belltown. Yeah. I've heard about this place, and uh, so far it's living up to the hype. Yeah, I mean, it's, so. it's nothing like a corner bar in northeast Minneapolis, but it'll do. No, no. Nothing's, nothing compares to home, right? That's right. <laughs> well, we're going to jump into this and talk about the game against the Patriots. Uh, very disappointing game against the Patriots. And then we're going to talk about the upcoming game, a few other things, and, hey, I think I know that guy. Huh? I think that's a, this guy's walked on the door. I think I know him. Shut up. Not really. So, do we... Drew! Drew! Drew, come on. Drew, come on over. <laughs> hey. Dude. Hey. hey. There's <laughs> Drew. Hey. Drew Bunting, everybody. <laughs> hey, what, how you doing? Hey, Drew. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. I heard you guys were going to be down here. <laughs> really? And I didn't think it was going to really be happening, but apparently it really is. So he follows around, eh? Yeah. A fresh stalker? Huh? A fresh professional stalker. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. A stalker. Don't, don't mind that guy's parrot. <laughs> or his sea chicken. I don't know what it is, but... What about the dude over there with the bird? It's friendly. Don't worry. Captain Morgan. <laughs> no, really good to see you guys. How yeah, you guys it's good doing? to see you. Nice to meet you. Well, hey, why don't you pull up and share and join us tonight? Just me and Papa, so we must have a third, third opinion in here. Yeah. You're pull up a chair. Nah. I'm drinking bourbon, Absolutely. by the way. Uh, bourbon? I'll sit down and buy some bourbon. Out. <laughs> nice. You guys discussing some Viking stuff? Sure, I'll pull up a chair. Why not? Yeah. Let's do it. All righty. Waitress, set him up, please. Thank you. Uh, meow, meow. <laughs> that was a bird. Settle the bird down. Thank you. Well, we are in a Seahawk bar, so. <laughs> what you get what you get, right? You get them flying around. <laughs> oh, man, what a game got them coming up. <laughs> well, before we talk about the game against the Seahawks coming up Monday night, right. let's break down the previous game against the Patriots. Oh. Do we have to? I don't know. I don't know where to begin. Oh, 10-10 late in the third quarter. 
Our running back is averaging over nine yards a carry. And Filippo decides, hey, I got an idea. Let's not run the ball no more. Yeah, yeah we might play oh. these guys again in the playoffs. We can't show them anything. Yeah. Oh, they only be the Super Bowl, but it's just like, come on, really? Yeah. I, I didn't like... Yeah. How do you only score 10 points against that defense? You know, you know, what? you know what, guys? We had 10 drives in that game. 10 overall drives. And so seven, one point per drive? Yeah. Seven of the 10 drives netted 27 yards or less. Jeez. There you go. That about puts the game in... The old nutshell, right there. Yeah. Well, and you hate to you hate to complain about the referees, but there were a couple jobs in the end zone there that uh, would have resulted in a touchdown or, or, or something closer to that. But uh, hey, you got to win the game. You can't you rely on the referees. But that certainly sucked. Well, I said it for years. Robert Kraft and Roger Goodell are good friends, and it seems pretty funny how every year the Patriots are the least penalized team in the league. Then I hear, oh, it's discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. It's the system. Yeah. They did give it back to us on that Murray run. He wasn't near the first round. <laughs> yeah. What was that? <laughs> that was uh, one they handed back to us, but it still didn't seem to help us. Enough. The game. The Vikings play. It's kind of weird. The Vikings could be ten to ten, and it feels like we're thirty behind. It's very strange. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a lot of faith in them. Hey, can, can we get some crackers for this uh, this parrot over here? I think that dude's dude sleeping. <laughs> Is he sleeping? I think next week. Next parrot week we should... <laughs> Papa, next Wait. week road trip. We'll take the parrot loose. We'll go down to like uh, Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like fun. You've got thing about cracker or something, will you? <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're distracted hey, by no, the sea chickens. The Vikings uh, needed that game. Uh, the the Giants opened the door for us by beating the Bears. I mean, all the divisional teams lost. And yeah. The Vikings still can't seem to get it done. Yeah, you know what? We needed that game, and we and we said that last week uh, on the show that this is an absolute must win. But you know what? Here they are, same, pretty much same position. They're they're in the seventh spot now instead of the sixth for the wild right. card. But nothing's really changed. They're still kind of in the same spot. And we're in another must-win game. Can I ask you guys a question about this about the Vikings? Right, the, right, right on the offset. Get your opinion on something. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last, the last three games, the Vikings have come out yeah. offensively had a three and out. And maybe it's just me, but what is with the slow starts by this team? They don't seem to be into the game until like three quarters of the way through the first quarter. Every week they seem to be sleepwalking. What, you, what is the deal with the beginning of these games? You know, I think I got an answer to that, and I think it it, it settles on Everson Griffin. He, uh, he obviously had some mental issues earlier in the year, but he was a vocal leader of that team and got him fired up. And when he was gone, that, that was missing, and the guy that stepped up was Kirk Cousins and started doing that pregame speech, that rah-rah speech. And uh, I think when Everson came back, it caused a little bit of conflict there. And I, I really think the team is somewhat a little bit kind of amiss with that, with that maybe a little bit of tension between that, like who's this vocal leader of the team. Uh, I don't know. That's just my opinion. That's kind of maybe off the wall. But I kind of think that's what it is. And I'd really love to see Cousins step up in that role because he looked jittery. He looked jittery in that game to start, and it really didn't get any better. That's 
a really that's a really cool pick. I I would uh, probably have to agree with that. It's just you come out and you have three lousy plays. It's set, right off the bat. It sets the tone for you know. It just sets a bad precedent for what you're about to do. I mean, about to start a football game, even if you can have a couple first downs and punt it, you don't necessarily have to score in your first drive. Just have a couple first downs and punt it to let the other team know we're going to have a game today, rather than just yeah. a lousy three and out. Other team comes down the scores right off the bat you're chasing the score yeah well, the, chase the score too much well those are your scripted well, plays too when you have when you have the punter all warmed up <laughs> you don't want to run a long offense so he gets you know, cold, cold. <laughs> yeah that could be <laughs> heaven knows what he was doing on the field goal you know what it, the, the the offenses they script plays right i mean you see this all the time and it's always my question how can an offense go marching down the field score a touchdown and then they can't do it the rest of the game Run those same damn plays again, if they. But and and so here's the Vikings three scripted plays <laughs> and punt, and yeah. they. I don't know. I don't know why. You know, obviously they're not very good plays or something. This uh, well, genius D. Filippo. I I don't know. I think it was a horrible. It was a horrible game plan to begin with. I mean, you, you take the the passing. You know, he had 32 completions for 201 yards. That's horrible. Yeah. Hey, that's almost as good as Teddy Bridgewater, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. Then, then you have a running back who's averaging over nine yards a carry. Yeah. And they decide to stop running the ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of these receiving averages are, are putrid. You know, Adam Thielen, 5.6 average. Cook, yeah. 2.8. I mean, the only guy heading decent was, was Rudolph at 12.7. Yeah, the downfield passing average, I think, was four. Somewhere through the fourth quarter, I'm thinking four. <laughs> Did we get Bradford back in there? 4.6. Cousins averaged 4.6 for the entire game. Yeah. That's, a, that's running backs do better than that. Run, and, you know what? If you're going to run the ball, run Cook out of the shotgun. Did you guys know Cook in the shotgun averages seven yards a carry? Hmm. He was averaging over nine this game. And, and, and Cousins under center, he averages two. So, yeah, so so the big knock is okay. It's the offensive line, and so Cousins has got no time. But you know what? When he did have time, he he didn't do anything. He held it too long. He did, and there's that that there was one play that when we drove down into the into the red zone. But he, there was two sacks back to back to back when they got in the red zone, pushed him out. Then when we missed the field goal, right? There was there was that first sack. I mean, he was he had the ball for five seconds. And you've got to get rid of the ball. He had Cook off into the flat. He could have dumped it off to him. Or he could have stepped up into the pocket off to the side a little bit and gained some more time for somebody to get open downfield. Just doesn't do it. Uh, Cousins needs to work on his pocket awareness. You know, the clock in his head has to be telling him to get rid of the ball. Mm -hmm. He's not doing a great job at that this year. But flip it the other way. He had zero pressure on Brady. Oh, that's that true. defensive line... The game plan was, you know, the, the game plan wasn't good for Brady. I and mean, that's how you, you beat Tom Brady by pressuring him not only from the edges, but mostly up the middle. He doesn't like middle pressure. And if you watch the Tennessee game, Tennessee with Mike Vrabel as head coach had a perfect game plan for Tom Brady. He looked like shit in that game. They trounced the Patriots. All Zimmer had to do was get that tape, get that yeah. tape, break it down, and follow that game plan. That's what he had to do. We didn't pressure him nearly enough. When he does pressure him, we get an interception late in the game. Yeah. I mean, he's doing that all day. So. Yeah. 
I think that bird agrees with you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that bird? I, I mean, it, it's an ugly bird. Cousins, I think the, Cousins is what we thought he was. I mean, that, they, they knew that when they all sat around that big table in the conference room and decided, say, yeah. this is our guy, 84 million bucks, this is who we're going to bring in. You know, Spielman and Filippo and Zimmer and Stefanski and Wilf and... They brought him in. They're not playing to his strengths. They're playing to his flaws. The guy's not very good. The guy's turns it over a lot. And he's not very good in the red zone. But the coaches have to work on that. You take his flaws and you make them better. The coaches aren't making him better. Yeah. Cousins isn't a terrible quarterback. He's not elite, but he's not a scrub either. you got to yeah. play to his strengths. you got to yeah. come up with plays that work to his strengths. And get, get him involved in plays that work. I mean, the Vikings aren't using him right. I don't think. Man, I need I need another drink. Holy cow. This is depressing, Drew. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying all is lost, but no. they just need to... I mean, there's been moments this season where Cousins looks like a million bucks. He looks great. Yeah. Well, Papa, it is Seattle. It could be the weather. It could, it could be the weather, but I've been depressed for, you know, for about two, three days, and, and I was feeling really good today until, until I met Drew, and he started, you know, ripping on, on Cousins, and now I'm starting... I'm starting to want to drink again. Well, at least I'm good for something. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to be the Drew Downer. All right, I mean, well. Come on, I'm, I come in here, I, you know, see you guys are having a show in here. You guys invite me over to sit down. I don't want to bring the whole thing scheme down. Yeah. No, it's you buy next round. Yeah. 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 I'm just, you know, there wasn't much to, I mean, there's not a lot to brag about with this team. I mean, we all came in with really high expectations and, we're six, five, and one. I mean, I think I just, you know, I never get on my sports teams that play with good effort and happen to lose. I just don't see any effort out there. I don't see any. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Something, something's off in the team. But hey, we, you know, we live to fight another day. So, uh, and this this opportunity comes on Monday night. So that's right. We can flip a switch and we can. win this game, run the table, win the win the division. Anything can happen. I mean, yeah. They got the talent to flip the switch and win some games. I know that. We still have the sixth-ranked defense in the league. We're the sixth-best defense in the league. You know, and that's there's something to be said about that. Yeah. I, and I think they have the talent on offense. They just need better plays. I mean, that's you hit the nail on the head right there. I think we're top ten offense as well. I, I don't know how we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. You got two yeah. of the best wide receivers in the league. You got a really. I mean, he's not a dynamic tight end, but he's certainly better than the average tight end. And you got a good quarterback. And you got a great running back. So I don't, I don't know. But I'm not saying it's all is lost. They can turn it around. I have faith. We've only been doing this 57 years. Yeah, I, I think the problem is we're focused on the kicking game. Really. <laughs> kicking game? God, I'm so serious. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. It's it's all the fat cash. Everybody's getting fat cash now, and uh, it's 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 gone to their uh, their head. Somebody's got to fire up that team. Maybe we need to go down to uh, U.S. Bank Stadium and do a haka. I don't know what a haka is. Oh but I'm man, going to learn. Look it up. Look it up on YouTube. H A K A haka. If it doesn't scare you, get you fired up. <laughs> oh, I'm ready to do a freaking blood eagle. Well, that might help too, but you know. Who are we going to sacrifice? <laughs> um, <laughs> I 
How about you. that bird? <laughs> Drew, why are you hey, sitting outside the bar? Come on in. <laughs> Birds will attack again. Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah. Oh, now you guys just trying to get that oh. bird. <laughs> give, give, that, give that bird some bourbon. Here. Yeah, hand, hand for peanut. Here you go. <laughs> so that's my take on the Patriots game. All right. Drew Downer. <laughs> Drew Downer. What do you think, Bob? Right, so do we have a sponsor this week there, Papa Scott? Uh, we uh, we are still uh, standing strong with Viagra. <laughs> if I'm standing strong, I'll <laughs> yeah. mind. Yeah. It's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is a family show. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> ben, is your big Viking horn not always so big? When the wife wants to be sacked, you just sit on the sideline where you're not alone. But cheer up. The makers of Viagra have made you the sack master. That's right. One purple pill, 20 minutes before a game time kickoff, and you'll be pushing that purple helmet into the end zone all night. In fact, after you score your touchdown, you will want to go for two instead of kicking the extra point. But be warned, you may want to be wearing a safety unless you are planning on having more Viking fans. So call 1-800-BIGHORN for your free sample today. <laughs> yeah, call your sister or her friend. <laughs> All right, so let's get another round and we'll break down the upcoming game against Seattle. Room. Yeah, I don't know what room we're in. Tiki room, Disneyland. <laughs> Bird guy. Is that the uh, Seahawks mascot? Birdman? I think it is. Oh, do they have a Birdman? They have a Birdman. They got some annoying fans. What's the deal with the fluorescent color? Anyway, that's not allowed in the Oh, we got fans whistling at us now. Yeah. Walking to a bus on Monday night. How you guys feeling about this game Monday night? God, we thought Philadelphia was bad. It's going to be tough out there. Um, can't start slow. Can't sleepwalk. Can't come out and go three and out again. No. Nope. Seattle's with the 12th Robert man. Russell Wilson is good. You can't chase the score in Seattle. Oh, well, you, get the, you throw in the 12th man. You throw in prime time. You throw out outdoors. You throw in out on the road. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in, went from the East Coast to West Coast. Yeah. That's not that's not a lot of good throwing in, Bob. No. Yeah, the dauber is pointing down on this game, which which tells you that it's going to be opposite. Maybe, maybe the Vikings need to take a Viagra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to get up for this game. Yeah, maybe we should send us some samples. Oh, 1-800-BIGHORN. Yes. The good news is the time when I start to give up completely on a game, they play well. So this, they hold your interest just enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's just just enough to keep you watching. Oh, maybe we've got a new playbook this week. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we have the playbook that has more than seven plays in it, because I counted seven last week in New England, so hopefully we have a few more. Well, two must have worked because we said Cook averaged nine yards a carry. Two or seven minutes are running. But don't use them anymore. Yeah. Exactly. In a 10 10 game. Crazy. I don't get that. Why you panic and just abandon them? But, you know, I don't think we 
millions of dollars to make these decisions. All right, so what else we got coming up in Seattle? Stop Russell Wilson. They have the number one. They have the number one rushing offense in the league. They don't really pass the ball that well. Wilson only throws for two hundred yards a game. This modern day football is nothing. Yeah, but the dude, that dude can scramble. That's where he presents problems. That's yeah. probably why their rushing average is as high as it is too. But you know, I saw, I saw he did it again last week. If Wilson's not running thirty yards, he's scrambling out of the pocket and throwing a seventy yard pass. That, that guy is annoying. Yeah, which means our, our, our uh, DBs are going to have to be on those wide receivers all the time. They can't give up. You know, the we clock in their head is going to have to keep going. The Patriots rushed for 160 against us. Did they really? Yeah. That is a lot. 39 carries against us. Their two wide receivers have 81 catches the whole season. Their two top wide receivers. Ours have 100 more. 182. Between Dick's and Steelers. So... Passing, they have a good job passing. They're only the 26th best passing offense. They're going to try to run the ball when that doesn't work. They're going to be running around. Well, what else we got about this game? On defense, Seattle, they're no longer the Legion of Boom, but they are still pretty good. I think our offense can put up some points on them. We should be able to run the ball on them and create some sort of passing game. If not, our season ends. You think so? Still have the seventh best passing offense in football, so we should be able to move so good. Yeah. Depends if we're throwing it further than four yards down the field. Well, we've had the last four games. Uh, this was the big part of our schedule. You no, know, at Chicago, home for Green Bay, at New England, at Seattle. You know, if we lose this game one and three against them, the part, we don't deserve to be playoffs. Yeah, I, I don't know. If we lose this game, I don't know how the team gets up for the rest of the games. No. You know, I mean, even if they do get up for them, I mean, you're going to go into the playoffs and, and then what? We lose, go home. But if we, um, you know, put up an offensive rap fest, you guys think this might be the Filippo's last game? I, you know, I don't know. There's been a little bit of rumbling that, that Zimmer and Filippo aren't aren't getting along. No pun intended, but a little birdie told me that Zimmer called a coaches only meeting Monday morning and basically told Dave Filippo, you know, get your head out of your ass and Zimmer's going to be more involved in play calling on the offense. He's not happy with the bending the run. So we'll that's see what, how it's going. That's good. what he told his last preseason. He's going to be more involved in the offense. I heard that in May. Well, well it, it, I guess Zimmer has to because it's his job that's on the line. Failed with the D. Filippo hire. He's just got to get through these games and then make it. I don't think he's going to fire anybody right now. I mean, Tim, if you fire him after the Patriot game, it's going to get much worse. I, I don't know. Do you fire him? You have. If you're going to fire him, you can't bring in some guy with a new system. You have to go to Stefanski, who's already involved in the organization, who's the assistant OC, but he's never been a coordinator. So are you getting anything better? You don't know. It's a huge chance in itself. So, Well, I put Stefanski as interim. At the end of the year, I try to bring in Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I don't. No thanks. You got to kind of make do with what you got now. And uh, whatever I'm sorry. Over the offense, if he whatever Zimmer needs to do, Zimmer's responsible for all this. So he's got to straighten it out. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. Agreed. Uh, I know you guys will say no thanks. I think McCarthy would be pretty good this team for the offense. I don't think he's. I don't think he would even consider if coming. If here. there's no head coach positions out there. 
I and he and he really wants us to get back to Green Bay. Where else would he go? Well, he's, he's going to go to Cleveland. Cleveland's open. Oh, I just said that. If there's no head coach opening and hire him, oh. well, what better place to go than to stick it back to Green Bay and go to the Vikings? Could be. But Cleveland is open. That is an open job, right? Yes. It is so is Green Bay. But we know he's not going there. Well, yeah, obviously. There is an average of six to seven head coaching positions every season. The average is 6.2, but I never know where the point two comes from. Um, so there's probably another six to seven jobs open. And I don't know why teams are saying D. Filippo is the number one on the head coaching list. I mean, I don't see what people see to make them think that, but that's their problem. Yeah, Buck and, Buck and Aikman sure talked him up. <laughs> saying he's this innovative guy, blah, 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 blah. And then, then Joe Bucks throws out some stats of like how terrible they are running the ball and all this stuff. And Aikman goes, well, besides that. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know what they, you know, it was a chance. It was a chance they took with Filippo. He was a quarterback's coach. He wasn't an offensive coordinator. So when Zimmer brought him in, you know, the guy must have talked up a good game and said, it looks to me like he's trying to figure it out as he goes. That's what it looks like to me. Hmm. But in terms of making a change, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we just got to go with what's there. But I, I just think Filippo, instead of trying to use what's actually working and testing your players, he's trying to trick everybody. You know, right? If your run's working, stay right. with it. Stay with it until the other team adjusts. Then you fake the run, throw a screen pass or some play action fake and throw it deeper, or something like that. You know, he's just trying to outthink everybody. And the game's literally not that hard. You know, you, your team has a strength. The team you're playing against has weakness. Attack it. And he, he's not doing that. It's totally frustrating to watch. And you scratch your head. It's like, why is he doing that? Why is he abandoning the run? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I'm not a genius either, so. Oh, come on. I, I'm somewhat of a genius. Okay. No, okay. no, no don't fire. Have another drink. Gladly. <laughs> Waitress. Well, let's see the local beer around here. Let's try some of that. I'll stick to the bourbon. Yeah, try some. So, Rainier's a beer around here. I've had right. that before. It's okay. Uh, what else we got? I don't know. Let's see if we can grab the waitress and let's get some samples. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get a flight. Yeah. Get a flight out of here. Hurry. <laughs> Uh, you want to get into uh, some picks here? So, want to get into picks? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Why don't you go first, Papa? Well, certainly I look back at, you know, the history of, the, the, of these games, and, you know, we've been on the, the downside of these games. Uh, obviously, the most recent one still is a, is a craw in, in everybody's side, 10-9. to 9. And so, and this is a must win, and, I, and I'm going to have to go with the Vikings again. I'm going to say it's going to be a real tight game, though. It's going to be 22 to 20, Minnesota. It'll be a, a, a failed two point uh, conversion at the end of the game. If Drew comes back to the table, I think you recognize somebody as well and uh, turns his mic off. So if he turns it back on, we can get his opinion. Yeah. See what he thinks. Drew, come back. Either that or you might have went and choked those chickens. <laughs> Well, he walked away from the table, <laughs> so I, I'll go with my pick. All right. I'm going to go, I hate saying this, Seattle 23-17. Bob, you're going pessimistic on me. 
Well, I, I've always said I, I usually have two games a year. I, I pick against us. Yeah, you've already done that twice, haven't you? Uh, have I? I thought it was the past game was the first one I thought. <laughs> I, I thought you picked the Buffalo to win. <laughs> Not me. I, I don't pick that. All right. So, well, you did say last week that if uh, you know we lose this one, we lose the next one. So you're sticking to your guns. Hey, hey, welcome, hey, welcome back. back. Got involved with a conversation with somebody over by the phones there. <laughs> You got a number? Did you? We <laughs> were arguing about Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. I just gave my little bit. That's good. That's my other passion with music. Allison Chains. Allison Chains. My favorite. Mine too. What are you guys talking about? Predictions or something? Yeah. Yeah, predictions. What do you What do you think is going to happen in this game? What's 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 the uh, prediction of the I'm game? I'm going to break three remote controls and I'm going to soil myself in anger. Oh, score wise. Um, <laughs> yeah, not talking about you. I'm going, uh, Seattle's always a team that finishes with a weird number, like 19 or 12 or 22 or 20. I'm going to go 26-20 Seattle. I don't, we're not going to win this game, I don't think. I don't oh. feel good about it. Well, you missed my prediction. I predicted 22-20, so there's your 22. So both Drew um, and I pick six-point losses. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't want to do that, guys. I mean, but <clears throat> what are the Vikings? What other what else do they give me? You kind of got to go off the pattern that's been followed for every last three months. Yeah, which is why I don't bet on the Vikings because I pick them every time to win. Smart man. Well, Bob mentioned it earlier: prime time, night game, hostile environment, on the road. I mean, it, outdoors. Yeah, we don't have coast, a lot coast to coast. And with these play calls, how am I supposed to have any confidence that we can put up thirty points? I mean. Hmm. I hope they prove me wrong. I hope uh, I hope Seattle plays like shit and we win. But I don't. If I have to make a prediction, I'm going to say 26-20 Seattle. Yeah, I, you know what? We're going to see five touchdown runs by Dalvin Cook in the first half, and you guys are just going to be bewildered. Yeah, boy! <laughs> I think everybody would be. Uh, yeah, happy. I'd be really happy. Stoke. Yeah. Cooker piling up 180 and four touchdowns in the first half. Yeah. 297 yeah. in the first half. Hunter <laughs> with four sacks. That would piss Gideon off Adrian Peterson, wouldn't it? Speaking of Peterson, see his 90-yard run tonight? Yeah, boy, that guy's yeah. got some gusto. But still finished eight. less than 100. Yeah, he had eight yards just the game. <laughs> yeah, the team still lost. Colt you guys want to do upset specials? I, I got a fat upset special that I'm going to be betting on. Oh, really? Um, because betting is my life. I love the sports wager. That's my hobby besides music. All right. Right, uh, fat, I do have a fat bet you guys can take and make some money on. All right, that's, yeah. I'd love to hear it. The Colts are going to beat the Texans. Uh, you don't even have to take the points unless you want to. They're they're four point five dogs, uh, but they're going to win outright. They're going to end the streak. Wow, that's that's my upset for the week. I would not take that one, but well, that's why we call them upsets. <laughs> True. <laughs> Who's your upset, Bob? Let's hear yours. I think, I think the Eagles beat the Cowboys. Second best upset. I like that pick. That's a good upset. Wow. Cowboys yet. That's uh, you know, mine. I wouldn't really call mine an upset because I think everybody'd be happy with it. So, I'm gonna pick uh, the Atlanta Falcons over the Green Bay Packers. I think the Packers Bam! continue the spiral. Bam. Daddy, <laughs> <laughs> really like that pick. Guys. Yeah. Are you gonna make the playoffs this year? Yes. Bob, I got one yes. What do you got? If we win Monday, yes. If we don't, no. Well, right now, answer the question. 
Oh, I'm being no so dumbass. <laughs> How many sacks do we get on Russell Wilson Monday night? Four. Okay. Papa? Three. Papa's got a brand new bag. He's going with yeah. three. Um, I got a question for next season that I'm dying to have answered by the experts, which would be you guys, not me. Oh, really? <laughs> I want you to each give me two Minnesota Viking players that will not be here next year. Everson Griffin? Sandejo. Yeah, you know, I, I'll, was so, that one of each, or I can't. That was one. It. That was one of each. Um, who's the other Viking that's not going to? Well, Dan Bailey. Hey, can I get a beer? <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, almost a waitress. Hey, can I? Yeah. Thank you. He's a loose cannon. <laughs> um, I was saying Griffin and Sandeo would be my picks. Yeah. Well, I said Griffin. So uh, do I get to pick somebody else? No, I'll pick someone. Why are you both? Why are you guys? I'm interested. That, that's very intriguing to my ears. Is why Griffin? Why Griffin will be gone? Uh, I need money elsewhere, and he's he's the wrong side of the thirty, and okay. he had uh, you know some off-field issues that you know really hurt the team this year. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and I, I think I think the heart the heart's gone. I think yeah, I think his uh, his uh, family's more important, and uh, he's he's got to take some time to himself. Okay, I can buy that. I think Treadwell might be gone. Griffin and Sandejo. Yeah, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Anthony Barr gone too. Yeah, he yes, might. That would price that himself. Him, he might be one of the guys they try to to get back, and uh, they won't overpay for him. I think the first guy they want to resign might be Sheldon Richardson. He's had a month a year. He says he loves it here in Minnesota, wants to stay with this team, and the way he's played this year, you got to bring him back. And I, you know, I think if you're playing poker too, you uh, keep the uh, keep the rookie offensive lineman and get rid of the rest. O'Neal is playing very well. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is. He may be, right now. He may be our best offensive lineman. I mean, you'd probably be a toss-up between him and Reef, but. Uh, O'Neal was certainly somebody they didn't see playing until next year. So in a what seems to be a, a season of disappointments, there's been some surprises, and O'Neal's definitely, to me, one of them, one of our good surprises. My two that I had down was Barr and Sandejo, but I think the offensive line is going to have a major overhaul. Remis will be gone. Don't buy him out. See you um, Last year, we raved about how well Pat Eflang was doing. Yeah, this year... He's been quiet. He's yeah. been owned. He's getting owned in there, in the middle. And I think the Patriots game planned around it, to be honest, because they were running everything. Mm. They were funneling everything towards. I mean, he was having an awful game. He's had an awful month. I mean, he was so damn good last year. He was like Pro Bowl status. I don't know what's going on. So don't get it either. Maybe he can return to. Maybe he can return to glory. I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe we get an offensive line coach in there that can uh, spark things a little bit. Yeah, that's true. You know, we're we still, are. You know, we're still only one game away from the from winning the division. We still got a lot of stuff gusto left in this season. I think uh, if we can somehow win Monday night, the Rams are going to beat the Bears Sunday night. So if we can pull this game out Monday, all we'd have to do is win the last week of the season against the Bears, and we got the North, which would give us a home home game in the playoffs. So it's still attainable. It is. Yep, just enough to keep you watching. Yeah, I mean, the, the, that scenario I just mentioned brings it the Vegas odds to 50-50. 
I mean, the Viking game, they even said the Vikings making the playoffs is at 35%, but if they beat the Seahawks Monday night, they shoot up to 81. Um, yeah. I know they have a lot of weird ways of figuring their numbers. That's huge. Mm-hmm. So this is the do or die game. It is. Well, you better do. <laughs> I'm tired of dying. Where's my beer? So, so here. put your uh, put your coaching cap put your coaching cap on for a minute here. You're you're the special teams coach. Your kicker is struggling. The kicking game is struggling. Why don't you run a fake? Because the goddamn holder didn't get on the field in time. When is the last time <laughs> yeah, the Vikings could be. have run a fake punt or a fake field goal? Mm, not since Chile been here. <laughs> Has it been? It's been. I, it's been a long time. I don't have to. We'd have to look it up, but. I, we had just haven't seen it, you know. If you if you want to get all cute and stuff, get cute at the kicking game. That's that's where we're struggling. I, either that or Zimmer is like, forget it. We're not going to kick anymore unless we absolutely have to. I'm okay with that. Too. I'd prefer to that list with Sandejo Griffin. Put him on there. He won't be back. Yeah, well, they'll make the playoffs, make a great run, and then you'll see all of them back. So. <laughs> what last four decades? It doesn't happen a lot, but it certainly can happen. We have the talent to play better than how we're playing. We can play better. Oh, absolutely. So that, in the back of your mind, that makes you think all they have to do is start clicking. But when is it going to kick in? We're in December. We're in the crunch month. I mean, you got to win these games. So yeah, one one at a time. We'll see. Well, you guys got anything you want to add? Call to get the tab and get out of here. Go see the rain outside. Yeah, that's all it does on there. Maybe catch a good run band. Yeah, Drew, what did you do? What did you do to those birds, by the way? Did you, ch- birds? Did you choke them? Guy came all up. Guy left. <laughs> Bird now. Yeah. Gone. All right. I appreciate you crash your show, though. I just hey, you're right. I get to sit down with the expert. It makes me, you know, I really appreciate it. Well, cool. you sit at the wrong table then. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where's my no, bourbon? I'm a, I'm a big fan of the show. I listen to all of them. Hey, thanks for joining us, Drew. Thanks, everybody. Skull. See you next week, everyone.